0: hill to fetch a pail of water. Jack fell down and broke his crown, and Jill came tumbling after. Up Jack got, and hence did trot as fast as he could caper, went to bed to mend his head with vinegar and brown paper. Jill came in, and she did grin to see his paper plaster. Mother vexed did whip her next for causing Jack's disaster. I don't know, I'm not sure how Mother came to that conclusion. The poem says Jack fell down, not Jack was brutally sabotaged by Jill. I get the feeling Jack is the youngest, the favorite, and may not, or may live with Mother for a long, long time. Just a societal pattern, I've noticed. And that was the original three verses of the poem Jack and Jill, also called Jack and Kill. Lemonade Mermaid here. There are lots and lots of possible meanings behind Jack and Jill. Today, we'll explore just a few of those possible meanings. First, I want to touch on is the most vague, but also one of the least likely sources of inspiration. We look again to Norse mythology. There's a cute little story about an adorable young couple who go out at night to fetch a pail of water. The moon god finds this young couple just as cute as a button, so he takes them to the moon this is meant to explain the shapes on the moon that can be seen from the earth cute and also kind of creepy this was a warning to keep kids from venturing out alone at night we see a lot of those the last episode about lamia was another good example about don't wander too far the monster will eat you in this case don't wander too far the moon will kidnap you man this is a scary time to grow up jeez Another theory, and one I heard the most before I began researching for this episode, was that Louis XVI and Marie Antoinette. This story was about how Louis was supposed to be Jack, and Marie was meant to be Jill. The hill they head up is supposedly the gallows. Breaking his crown and falling down was uh, Jack, therefore Louis' beheading via guillotine, and Jill coming tumbling after was Antoinette's. Head, tumbling down after Louis. The biggest problem with this theory is that the Jack and Jill poem was recorded 30 years before these historical events and was passed down orally for a long time prior to that. Therefore, it couldn't be inspired by events that hadn't occurred yet. So that kind of throws a fly in the ointment for that theory. But it is, I think, one of the most widely circulated ones. As I said, I heard this theory about um, Louis and Marie Antoinette being the inspiration for Jack and Jill a long time before I ever actually looked into it. And I just kind of never questioned it. I figured most kind of nursery rhymes and fairy tales have some kind of dark underbelly to them so I just kind of took that for granted but it looks like just as far as historical evidence goes this one is probably you know far from the case. Now we come to Kilmerston, England. I probably said that wrong because I don't have a British accent. I'm Midwestern. This town considers themselves to be the home of Jack and Jill. They have a hilltop well, story-based plaques, memorials, and graves. Wait, graves? Yes, according to the locals, this is the town where Jack and Jill both lived and died. Apparently, Jill was a local spinster woman who fell in love with Jack and they were expecting a child. Sadly, Jack was struck in the head by a rock at a local quarry and Jill died of either heartbreak or during childbirth. They're buried in the town by the villagers, who then banded together to raise their child. There are a few problems with this, like the fact that wells were rarely built at the top of a hill, as you would need to dig that much deeper to reach the water level. And secondly, this gives no explanation for the poem's earlier title of Jack and Gill, rather than Jack and Jill, especially when Jack and Jill were already kind of a... Con- common colloquial term for a generic boy and girl. Though, I cannot, in fact, concretely prove this town's story wrong as, uh, you know, there's there's not like the 30 years of documented historical evidence as there is in the case of the Louis and Marie Antoinette version of the story. So it's a maybe, but I'm skeptical, but I don't want to say that I can prove them wrong because, for all I know, it's an actual thing. (laughs) I don't know. So what does thoroughly explain this story? The best explanation? (gasps) Taxes! Ugh! Mermaid! Taxes again? Well, yeah. Few things make people hate their leaders enough to eternally mock them in a song, like stealing their hard-earned money. It always frizzes my curls. King Charles I wanted to reform the taxes on liquid measures. He wanted to tax alcohol more heavily, but Parliament was like, nah. So, the greedy politician did what greedy politicians do and found a loophole that he used to exploit his people anyway. Charles I reduced the half-pint portions of alcohol, known as jacks, by half and the quarter-pints, known as gills, Naturally, also had to be reduced by half as well. The cups that these portions were served in were traditionally marked with crowns since their size was approved by the king, and while they were broken down into smaller sizes, their price was not. Similar to the Walt Disney Company's strategy to pricing their products lately, and in case anyone from Disney is listening, Charles was also eventually beheaded. Just some food for thought in case you wanted to take some notes. So to me at least, this last one kind of puts the most pieces of the puzzles together as far as Gil, as far as incorporating the crown, um, and then of course it throws the name Jax in there as well, and like I said, nothing inspires you to a song of mockery like scorn for your political leaders. So yeah, to me, at least, this last one is probably the most likely example, and from most of the sources I found online, this was also the most likely example, unless you are a citizen of a town which believes you descend from (laughs) from Jack and Jill, which again, I cannot prove is incorrect. So go ahead, take that all you want. That's That seems like a great thing for your town to be known for. I can think of much worse ways to attract tourists. So you take that, England. You You enjoy that. Um, this show was brought to you by Anchor, Spotify, and Princess Mary. To sponsor the show, please click on the support link in the show notes. To support in another way, please like, subscribe, and share the show with your friends and family. Thank you so much for tuning in today. I hope you found this episode on Jack and Jill as interesting as I did while I was researching and taking notes for it. I really enjoyed it. These, uh kind of a nursery rhyme segments as a break from our usual fairy tale segments are so much fun. I understand they're a lot shorter because since they've been passed throughout time, they've been kind of made a little more vague and it's a little harder to find a concrete backstory for them, but man, are they fun. And I hope you're getting as much pleasure out of it as I am. Have a beautiful, beautiful day.